The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Bet $100, get $100 at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. Please make sure to fill out our listener survey for a chance to win $100 SGPN gift card. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survey. Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no the voice, no the guy. It's me, really real, villain, real, surreal, from Virginia here at your service. And uh, it is a Sunday in the association, a jam-packed Sunday, 13 games on the card. We're going to be here for a minute. Got my guy, Delonte Smith with me. Delonte, what's going on? What's up, man? Doing pretty good. Uh, ready to get into this car, see if we can get some winners. What happened yesterday? Uh... We, I think we pretty much swept yesterday as far as opinion was. Um, I think I can't remember exactly what uh, Munaf and Scott's locks and dogs were, but it was obviously it wasn't a lot. We all were uh, locked in on the Pelicans minus the points. And I think actually that I think Scott and Munaf actually took the Mavs and I took the Heat. I think that's the only disagreement we had. Uh, other than that, I think everybody's props did pretty well. Um, I had a, I had like a three-way player prop um, parlay. It fell short. Tyler Hero didn't get there, but I think everybody did pretty well yesterday. If I'm not mistaken, we was just like grasping for straws, trying to find something on those two games. But oh, not bad yeah. though. Not bad. Yeah, it was. Uh, you had the Miami Heat hosting the Dallas Mavericks. So the Mavericks drop another. I'm telling you, like the Thunder are on the corner of the Supermark. They're right outside the bodega. They got the the ten seed food stamps for sale. <laughs> Them ten seed food stamps they for sale. They twenty five cents on the dollar, and nobody buying. Nobody wanna. Nobody wanna exchange cash for the stamps, yo. Like I, I don't get it. It they've. <laughs> let me go and look up. They got a big one today. I mean, it's not like it matters because nobody else want to win games to take it from them. Yeah, if everybody else loses games, why we got to win? Yeah, I mean, if everybody else, if they lose out, we lose out, we still in. So, I mean, I wouldn't be trying to do nothing neither if everybody not going to take it. That's a fair I mean, look at them. They lost. How many straight is that? That's, let me see here. They, OKC is lost. What's that? One, two. Three, four, four of so four of the last six games, and they're still the ten seed because Dallas and Utah can't get it together. Uh, man, yeah, that was a bad loss by um by Dallas. They they were getting blitzed early on. Letting the Heat score one hundred twenty seven points is pretty insane. I'm not gonna lie, twenty nine. Without points, them. excuse me, excuse me, one hundred twenty nine points. Yeah, without their what's that third leading scorer. Second lane score. Yeah, I think, I think he's second actually. at the Jimmy year. And so insane work there. But props to yeah, he is their second lane scored twenty point seven points per game. I didn't know Bam was scoring twenty. I thought he was in like the nineteens. All right, good job, Bam. 
And for the second game of the slate, we had the Denver Nuggets and not Denver Nuggets. I'm sorry. That's the wrong game. We had the Clippers who decided to sit Kawhi the second half of last (laughs) game. And so that he could play the back to back. And he did. Granted. It might they might be on to something. They play well because <laughs> they should have sat the rest of the team in the second half too, so that they could back up Kawhi and what he was doing. Because Kawhi dropped 40, 15 for 28 shooting, four for eight from three, six from six from the line. He also added eight rebounds and four assists to that mark. So they might have been on to something there, but they probably if you were gonna bench Kawhi the second half, you should have just benched everybody. So everybody was fresh because and you get a good game from Russell Westbrook. So it's kind of insane how they didn't win this game. They just defensively could not get a stop. But Russell Westbrook, 24 points, 50, 50% from the field, 50% from three. The confidence he's getting, yeah, he's, it, it's either going to be good, it's going to be good, <laughs> or absolutely terrible because this man is going to think that he can shoot from the parking lot. And... I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for the point where he thinks that he could just take the game over in the last minutes and he's actually bricking everything. Yeah, I can see him waving off Kawhi on the ISO. <laughs> nah, I got it, bro. Don't yeah. even worry. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. And Brandon Ingram, another really good game. Yeah, man. Killing three, it. Three, 10 for 11 from the free throw line. So another really, really good game there for them. All right. Well, before we get into this slate, I want to go ahead and talk to you about our presenting sponsor, the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, and that is WinBet, who is now active in Massachusetts and a ton of other states. And be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Marquee games of the week will have better odds at WinBet. And you have... The championship games today and tomorrow for the NCAA, the last two games of the year. So many ways to bet them, and you can do it at WinBet. Sign up today, receive a special offer, bet $100, get $100 limited to state availability. And, of course, DGEN only parlay of the week where you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, and you'll get a $1,000 free credit. So much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to WinBet.com or download the WinBet app. Also, change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be told your order present in state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. All right. Let's see. Let's get it here. On to the slate. First game on the docket, we have the Toronto Raptors on the road going to play the Charlotte Hornets. Toronto opened up as a 13-point favorite. They are now favored by 13 and a half. 223 is the total. That's come down. What's that? Two and no, a point and a half. No, two and a half points, actually. Let's see here. Injury report for these two teams. And we have for the Charlotte Hornets. Gary Trent Jr. is questionable with the back injury. Will Barton is probable. Delano Banton is probable. And for the Charlotte Hornets, Terry Rozier is out. P.J. Washington and Kelly Oubre are both questionable to play in this one. Gordon Hayward is doubtful. Dennis Smith Jr. is questionable. All right. 13 and a half with the Raptors on the road. What are you doing? Oh, well, you got to come off mute. 
No, we're still not hearing you. Yeah, it's not working. Am, am I tripping? Am I no, tripping? no, no. It, no, it, it was me. My button was Okay. Stuck. All yeah, right. All right. I'm, I'm sitting here like, man, is it my headphones? No, am no, I no. The no, reason my... that we're not moving on here? <laughs> no, I mean, my button was stuck. Uh, but yeah, uh, if I if I had to play it, I'd probably play Toronto. I don't um, particularly love this game either side. I mean, Charlotte's got half the roster on the injury report, as you just read off. Um, Toronto's playing pretty good. Uh, six three one ATS last ten. Um, they do struggle away from home. Fifteen twenty two ATS on the road. And the Hornets are one of those teams that are better ATS on the road than they are at home for whatever reason. Um, they're fifteen twenty two and one ATS at home. Uh, the defense still plays well no matter who's in the lineup. Uh, but they just can't score at all. Thirtieth ranked offense in the NBA. Um, so I don't look for a lot of points here. I guess I would I got a stronger take on the total. But as for the side, if I had to play it, I'd probably play Toronto. Um, I don't love it at all. Um, but if I had to, I'd play Toronto. I, I just can't play Charlotte with all these injuries and guys in and out of lineup. Uh, Charlotte has been a darling as of late. And we've gotten them in – and some very favorable money line spots. But I think that this is that stretch. Well, I wouldn't say it's over. We might. The only reason I kind of want to take Charlotte here is because this is the first of a back-to-back game set. And if we can steal game one, I would love to come back in on Toronto game two. No, that's fair. But... I think Toronto just has a little bit too much. And it, it definitely looking at the injury report and looking like you're not going to get – well, we know we're not getting Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier is probably done for the year. Yeah, definitely. But Gordon Hayward and then P.J. Washington is really – because P.J. Washington's kind of been like the – I feel like he's been the more durable as of late and the fact that he's always playing and now he's on the injury report as well. So if you take out Oubre and Washington, that's like – their five top scorers out of the game. And I don't know if that can hold up over four quarters. So right. I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and go Toronto here, minus 13 and a half. I think Toronto should bury them in this game. And maybe they sit everybody this game, and then they come back and, and we're able to get them on Tuesday. Yeah, it's Tuesday. On Tuesday when they play again, hopefully with a little bit more uh, – players playing for Charlotte and then we can get a nice line because if Toronto buries them this go around it'll be a very very favorable line towards the Charlotte Hornets next go around so I'll take that let's see here totals at 223 what do you like there yeah I like the under um more than anything I just think that both of the defenses are the best units for each each team uh, and I mentioned the Hornets struggling to score especially without those guys that you mentioned um, the Raptors defensively has been playing well uh, on the road and at home, so I look for them to limit some of the things that the Hornets like to do. Uh, I mean, it's, gonna, it's a lot of younger guys, so they're probably going to run with more pace than they usually do, so the metrics don't really do it justice because it's a completely different team out there right now. But Toronto is pretty good defending transition, so I think they'll be fine. And I don't think Toronto is going to like outscore or score like 130 here, so I like the under. All right. I think I can go with a Charlotte, especially if Washington ends up being like if they really sit 
these guys. I can go with a Charlotte team total under. Who's gonna yeah. Who's gonna score? Yeah, I like that too. James Booknight. And that actually, yeah. I, has he had a has he had one of those type of games in the league? I think he had twenty last game, twenty twenty or twenty two, if I'm not mistaken. I can double check. Yeah, I can definitely get down on a James Boot Night prop. I want under, by the way. Uh, I can definitely get down on a James Boot sure Night prop for sure. Um last game, yeah, Book Night had twenty two. He was eight of sixteen, six of eleven from three, six rebounds, four assists in thirty one minutes. Oh yeah, I can absolutely get behind a James Booknight prop. And do we go for the bigs for Charlotte? I feel like the big you if you're gonna have any offense, it's gonna be with uh Maladon and the bigs kind of you know, a pick and roll type of feed it to him in the post and try to take advantage of Jacoporo, who's really not, you know, not known for his defense. And hopefully use your size on Pascal Siakam. But yeah, not much not much to like in that one. And yeah, I have I, I'm afraid of taking any prop on the Raptors side because if this is a blowout, they could right. be sitting these guys early. Yeah, I got nothing on the props wise for that exact reason. I don't, I don't know how much these guys are going to play, and especially they play them again Tuesday. So, you know. Uh, let me see here. What's the hold on? What's the double double price on the Charlotte Bigs? Uh, there we go. Or do we even have so Mark Williams plus one twenty five? I might look at. Don't that. have anything for anybody else. Uh, Yak Pertle is minus one forty for a double double. It's just is he going to play the entire game? But yeah, I mean Charlotte got Charlotte has a couple bigs to. I mean he's not. I don't think he's going to dominate the glass. I mean Mark Williams is going to be active. Um, I think Nick Richards is playing though, right? I don't think I didn't hear you say Nick Richards, right? I don't see. I don't see a Nick Richards prop listed, so. If they do, it'd be a little bit later. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's just a wide variance game, so probably just stay away. All right. Yeah. Where's the assist props? Let me see. I think I can get behind a Maladin assist today. I think I can. Because he's the he's at this point he's <laughs> there's nobody else to handle the ball. This team has nothing. Yeah, they yeah. don't they don't have nothing. All right, well, go ahead and get your bets in because this is an early tip. One p.m. on the East Coast morning basketball for our West Coasters. Uh, let me see what Maladon did in the last few games. Hold on, before I move on. Yeah, he's had back-to-back nine assist games. In 19-9, They don't have a prop listed, though. Probably have to wait till closer to game time. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. In case some of those guys are rooting in, like Ubre and Smith. Yeah, um, OG or Nobi threes. Yeah, okay. I just, you know, I... I'm just afraid. I mean, I feel like they can beat Charlotte everywhere at this point. And it's like, 
I don't I don't I don't feel comfortable just going anywhere, especially in a game I think is a blowout. All right. Let's move no before we move on. I got to talk to you about Shady Rays because you can kick the New York New Year off with our friends at Shady Rays. You've seen Andrew Rob wear them. You've seen Sean wear them. Did did Scott bring his Shady Rays last? He was he was supposed to bring them. He might be waiting until we're back on the show together. To yeah, he didn't. Uh, he didn't wear them yesterday. Yeah, he don't break them out when we're on Wednesday when we on the show together. All right. So make sure you tap in and guess what? They have a lost and broken policy. Like if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they said that they will send you a new pair. No questions asked. Don't even worry about it. Like cats say, don't worry about it. (laughs) Go to shadyrays.com. Use promo code SGPN for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. That's shadyrays.com. Promo code SGPN. And in case you need to increase your blood flow problem down there, make sure you tap into Sword Vitality because 40% of men are affected by impotence by the age of 40 and nearly 70% by the age of 70. Oh, man. So stop buying the rhino pill in the gas station or the sketchy, you know, you got to ask the gas station, like, hey, can I get it? And you try to do it real soft because you don't want to, <laughs> like, hey, hey, let me, let me get those. And they're like, what? Like, speak louder. And I'm like, let me get the, the pill. I need the pill. Y'all know what pill I'm talking about. Y'all seen the pill. They got the pill right there in the gas station staring at you. No more of that. Tap into Sword Vitality to help increase your blood flow in ways that help you thrive as a man. And if you're a minute man, don't worry about it because it can help you with that too. Increase your stamina. You don't have to hide it. You don't have to be ashamed. Be proud. Proud to use Sword Vitality, swordvitality.com, promo code SGPN for a nice discount at checkout. That's swordvitality.com, promo code SGPN. All right, let's get into the next game of the slate. We have, when I pull it up, the Memphis Grizzlies going to play the Chicago Bulls in Chicago Grizzlies are a minus three point favorite. 229 is the total injury report for these two teams. And we have for the Memphis Grizzlies, John Conchar is questionable. Vince Williams is questionable. We know we're not seeing Stephen Adams or Zaire Williams. And for the Chicago Bulls, Alex Caruso is probable. Derek Jones Jr is probable and that is it so you're laying three on the road with the memphis grizzlies what are you doing in this game yeah i probably lay it with the grizzlies um chicago they've been playing pretty well as a late cover six of the last 10 but i think it's a bad matchup for them uh defense they usually strangle teams with their defense not sure if they'll be able to do that with memphis's guards and and their dip the offense since jaw's been back has been pretty electric the only thing that worries me is Memphis kind of has that seed locked up. So, I mean, how motivated are they to, you know, I mean, I guess they don't have to win by margin, but how motivated are they to just, you know, go out and play as best as they can? Uh, that's the only thing that worries me here. They also struggle on the road, 13, 23, and 1 ATS on the road. Uh, both 
great defense. It's top five in points per possession defense. So uh, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see what offense has the upper hand. Uh, I guess right now, if I had to go with anything, I would go with Memphis. Um, they they defend the mid range well, which is what Chicago shoots a high percentage at. Um, they'll be able to contain DeRozan and Levine on driving lanes with Jaron Jackson Jr. on the back. Um, the thing with the Bulls is their defense is while well, it's really good, they've allowed 120 plus in two of the last three games, um, and they lost those games. So Memphis has been rolling, man. I think I'm gonna roll with them to to get it done on the road here. Oh man, I've said before that I felt like we were getting to the point of the season where I feel like my Memphis is about to stop caring. Yeah. But that also now that requires me to take the Bulls. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, so what's the what's on the pipeline? Is this like the last it Memphis has Blazers Pelicans, Bucks, Thunder. Yeah, like how do you get up? How do you get up for this game? But that is some favorable line movement in their direction. I will give them that much. I think I'm I think I'm gonna go with you and just go with the Grizzlies here. I mean the Grizzlies are by far the better team. Like this isn't even close. This is by they're by far the better team here. And it's just my thing is the motivation factor, but I'm sitting here looking at them and they have probably one of the more healthier lineups that they've had in the past couple weeks. Honestly, you're getting your entire starting five that you have in this game. Uh, And the bench has been playing well. Luke Kennard has been playing really, really well over the past Mm -hmm. few games, been able to hit open shots and, You see, yeah, you're getting some of that depth back with the young guys on that bench set. I'm I'm gonna just go Memphis. Like it, it feels like that's an easy it's an easy pick for you, but yeah, I'm gonna just go Memphis minus three. They're, they're by far the better team here, and it's re- like for me, it's really just motivation factor. And I think this is a game that I'll lie bet, and I'll just kind of watch them in the first quarter. See, you know, is Memphis hustling? Is Memphis doing all the little things that you need to do to win early? And if I still get them, and this is still a close game in the first, then I may go and, you know, bet more on Memphis in the uh, early part of the game at that point, just as checking and making sure that, hey, they're still really into this game. But, I mean, Chicago, I feel like they're dangerously close to – where are they at? Are they in the 10th seat now? Yeah, they're 10th they're right now. Yeah, like – and who's behind them? The freaking Magic. The Wizards. The yeah, Wizards. It's pretty much over. They're pretty much yeah, over. It's, yeah, they're in. Like, Chicago really doesn't. All right, yeah, we're going Memphis. Memphis is a better team here. Neither one really has that much motivation. All right, total sitting at 229. That came up four and a half points. What do you like there? Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, I like the under. Um, you know, both top five defenses that limit some of the things that the opposing offenses like to do. But it's kind of hard to to handicap, like you said, because of you don't know like motivation factors. So they could come out and you know just not care about defense and not be as sharp defensively as they as both teams are used to, and mm-hmm. you know it could be points galore. But if if the game plays out how I think, which is pretty much Memphis locks down DeRozan and Levine, then I don't know where the Bulls get their their scoring from. So I'm gonna lean to the under. I might. 
pivot and lean to like a Memphis team total over because even with um even if some of those guys sit a little bit earlier, I think Memphis still has the ability to go over. Yeah, no, that's and that I mean I kind of took your handicap, and that's kind of why I like the over. And it's just the fact that I don't think they can stop Levine and DeRozan. Like, I don't think they possibly could. Dylan Brooks is one person um, on the outside. So I think that there's going to be some opportunity there. And then I'm really going to be watching for Vucevic down low. And I think that he can have a pretty solid matchup in this game in terms of just his pure size over Jaron Jackson Jr. I expect him to, to dominate on the boards today. I love Vucevic. Uh, I think I'll play his points and rebounds. Let me see what his rebounds prop is at. That's probably at 11 and a half. Yeah, but I, no drumming, so it should be. Yes, yeah, he should get. Yeah, it's eleven and a half. Yeah, so I think I think he has a, a clear positive matchup on the boards where he should be able to dominate the boards. Hopefully, offensive rebounds, putbacks, easy point total for Vucevic. I, I think that add in that in addition to I know that the Memphis Grizzlies are going to be able to find ways to put up offense against this Bulls defense. Even though the Bulls defense is playing a lot better, I know the Grizzlies are going to be able to find be able to pull up points. They're one of the best offensive teams in the league. So, yeah, I, I like the over. I wish I would have got the early number at uh, 224, but I'll still play it at 229. I think that this is an over game. All right. Any props you like for this one? Uh nah, I don't like a lot. Of, I don't like a lot of props in this game. I guess if I had to look one way, I would look at um Ja. I would look at his points and uh, his points, rebounds, and assists over. Uh, mm. Just simply because I mean, at the point of attack, the Bulls don't have. I mean, if Caruso is like a game time decision, so if he doesn't go, I mean, it's just gonna be a, a freeway to the basket for Ja, and they don't have a lot of rim protection in in Chicago. So uh, I think you. Sh- I think you should have a good night or a good day. I don't know what time the game is. I don't think I would play it by itself because it's just laying a little bit too much juice for me. But Vucevic double-double at minus 185, I think is a really, really good same-game parlay piece here where if you like the Bulls' money line, you can play that with the Bulls' money line. But he really, really has a good matchup here in this game in just terms of he's going to he's gonna get rebounds. Like, he's going to get rebounds in this game. And then you're telling me that, you know, I'm shooting for 10 points. I'm pretty sure he'll get there. So... Uh, minus 185, I think I wouldn't probably wouldn't lay it on itself, but either attach it to a prop or attach it to like a, if you like the Bulls money line, Bulls money line or, you know, whatever same game parlay piece. I'm pretty sure Vucevic walks out of here with a double double today. Yeah, it's not bad. And uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. That's it. Let's move on to. The next game of the slate, we have the Utah Jazz going to play the Brooklyn Nets. Nets are laying eight and a half at home. Open up at nine. Now it's at an eight and a half. 229 and a half is the total. That's come skyrocketing down from 234. Injury report for these two teams. And we have for the Brooklyn Nets, nobody. Just Ben Simmons. That's it. No other name. Just Ben Simmons, Simmons Ben, Bench Rider. <laughs> oh man, he is out the league. All right, and the Utah Jazz. We have Laurie Marketing questionable. Jordan Clarkson is still out with that finger injury. He's been out for since like March fourth, I want to say somewhere around that time frame. Rudy Gobert, not Gobert. <laughs> Rudy Gay is out as well. All right. 
Jazz versus the Nets. What do you like? Yeah, so it's pretty simple with me. Uh, if Laurie's in, I, I want the Jazz. If he's out, I'll just probably pass. But I'll probably still take the Jazz at a better number because I'm pretty sure they'll get up to maybe like eight and a half, nine, maybe even ten. But you know, we all know the, the stats is the Jazz an underdog, especially an underdog of this stature against a team that you're not used to laying this this kind of number. Um, I mean, the Jazz is still fighting, even though they're playing a negative EV lineup pretty much most of the time. But I like some of the younger guys that they playing. Um, but it's pretty, I like I like Ocha. I like uh, Kessler. Um, who else is playing that's younger? Uh, well, I guess he's not young, but I mean Horton Tucker. Uh, I like what they've been doing with him to, to a certain degree. But yeah, I probably just uh, I'll pass if it's not uh, if Laurie's not in. If he's in, I'll be on I'll be on the Jazz. Pretty simple to me. Mm. Y'all y'all heard it. Y'all heard him. He's one foot in, one foot out. <laughs> Scary, man. Scary. I wish. Look, just know I have this iPad. I have the soundboard app. I am downloading stuff as we speak. <laughs> and I wish I had the chicken sound for you right now because <laughs> that was so scary to play both sides of this game when there's clearly and obviously only one side to be on. I mean, I just, I don't know. They they just covered thirteen and a half without Laurie against the Celtics. But we're we're now we're talking about if Laurie plays. If it's always this, if Laurie plays, the if Laurie plays, if Laurie plays, Laurie hasn't played for a long time, and yet they're still covering these numbers. It is all here in the pudding. The writing is on the wall. Do I have to say it, guys? Do I do I really have to tell you? I'll just do it for the record. Yes, of course. It doesn't matter. You take Utah as a dog here. We have five games left. Are you telling me I'm really about to buck this train with five games left after we've been doing it all season? Five. Even if I even if they were underdog all five, and they probably will. Yeah, they probably will be. <laughs> yeah, they probably will be, actually. Lakers. Yeah. Lakers, Thunder, Nuggets. Well, for sure, against the Nuggets. Lakers again. Yeah, they're probably going to be under the for the rest of the season. So, if you're telling me that we've been doing this all season, they have five games left. I'm going to bet them as an under all five games. Because guess what? Even if I lose the last five games, I'm still up like crazy. <laughs> so, I'm perfectly fine with this. I'm perfectly fine. There's nothing to tell me. And just look at the makeup of this Nets team. They struggle to score on offense at times. Like, it's going to really come down to Mikel Bridges. And I think that's – and Spencer Dinwiddie. Like, that's really what it feels like And sometimes when you're watching this Brooklyn Nets team. They get a lot – they get really stagnant with the basketball sometimes. It just seems like bad half-court possessions. And I'm like – you just got to think that at some point, and they probably won't, but at some point, they got to take that 25 cents on the dollar. They got to, because that 10 seat is going for the low. All right. It's clear. Forget what Delonte said. It doesn't matter what happens. We're on the Jazz. All right. 229 and a half is the total. What do you like there? Yeah, honestly, I'm thinking about leaning towards the over. Uh, even though the Nets, like you said, they struggle offensively. I, I mean, the Jazz don't guard anybody, so I mean, they should have a like a, a really good game offensively. Um, 
as for the Jazz, I think they can score enough to to get it over this point. So you said it's two twenty nine, right? Yeah, it's two twenty nine and a half. Yeah, so I think both teams can get to you know one fifteen, one sixteen ish. So yeah, I, I, I'll take the, I'll take the over. Hmm. My gut's telling me to go under. Early game, especially for the Jazz, you know, West Coast team on the East Coast playing a very early game. This is like 12 their time. Yeah, that's a good point. And I know how much I do sing the praises of this team, but I got to respect the fact that the, the Brooklyn Nets are pretty solid defensively. And there may not be just this crazy explosion of points where it's, you know, Taylor Hutton Torker's 40, Abaji, like, you know, he, if he has like a 25 piece, like on house, like, you know, there's, there's not, there's not as big as a room for a huge explosion of points like there is in maybe a Celtics game or the Kings game for sure. So I think I'm going to go ahead and go under, and that line, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out why this line moved like that, but. I'm going to go under 229.5. That's just a gut call by me there. All right. Props. What do you like prop-wise? Yeah, probably going to be on Spencer Dinwiddie's uh, points and assists here. Uh, I think i seen a stat where uh, – I forgot who tweeted out, so sorry for not giving you credit. But um, i seen a stat that he averaged the most assists um, in the NBA uh, last month, and that was probably the most assists he's had in, like, three or four months combined uh, in his whole career. Like, so it was some kind of parallel stat to that. So he's been dishing the ball a lot. He's at, he's currently at nine and um, a half. Uh, yes. Yeah. Nine and a half. So I think you'll have double digits here, especially with the Jazz's defense. So I like that. I'm also looking at Ocha Baji's threes, but it's just not on the board right now. So a little bit closer to game time, maybe in like the next hour or two, uh, it'll be up, but I'm looking for that number to be right around like two. So I'll look to go over that. He's been shooting the ball. Well, Definitely going to get the temps up. So uh, I'll be looking at those two props for right now. All right. I am. Man, Walker Castle really killed me the other night. Just getting stuck at 10 rebounds. I would love to come back and have. I just know he's going to go off. Like, I know that. Watch this be the crazy rebound game that I called the other day. I just know it. I just know he, he will. And it's, it happens like that. It always does. Kelly Olinick, double double. Depending on what happens with Markin. If Markin is out, Kelly Olinick, double double is very tempting. And are we still getting. Let me see those three. Oh, they don't have the three-point props out. So a lot of these props are waiting to be out. If we get plus money on Kelly Olenek over one and a half, and it's got to be plus money on Abaji over two and a half. If we get plus money on those, I'll like those three-point props. But uh, I'm not playing them if I have delay juice. I, I just thought that they were a really fun, nice prop when I was getting plus money, and you know that made the value for it. And I have to go Bridges over. Like, I... He, he he's averaging like 30 for the Nets at this point. And so if this turns into one of those high-scoring games, Bridges is going to probably be, you know, a good majority of the reason for it. His number's at 27 and a half, and I truly think that this is – this stretch of games is this coming-out party where it's similar to all the great stars that 
were role players until they got traded. James Harden, SGA, Mikael Bridges is in that category. And so I don't think I'm afraid. I'm going to take his over 27 and a half minus 125. I think he can score, man. I don't hate it. All right. Let's see. Move. Let's move on to the next game. We have the Minnesota Timberwolves welcoming in the Portland Trailblazers. 17 is the line. 224 is the total. Injury report for these two teams. And we have for Portland Trailblazers, you know, Simons, Grant, Nurk, and Lillard all out. Now, Zero Little is out as well with an ankle injury. Trendon Waterford is probable. Cam Reddish is questionable with that back. I mean, so looks like you're going to see what more Skylar Mays. Skylar Mays, Shane Sharp, T. Stiebel, Trendon Waterford, Drew Banks. And for the Minnesota Timberwolves, Anthony Edwards is questionable with an illness. Oh, they, they just had a bug go through. The, they had a, a, a they all got sick. They all got sick in the locker room. Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns, and Austin Rivers are all questionable with an illness. Jalen Noel is questionable with a knee injury. We know Nasri got wrist surgery. He's done for the year. Well, that actually makes things kind of interesting. Because you don't know if you're going to get Edwards, Towns, and Rivers or some combination of both or maybe all of them. 17 with laying 17 with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, if I, if I can get just some confirmation of one of those guys playing Cat or or uh, or Edwards, I'll probably lay it with, with Minnesota. Uh, the last five games, this is, this is what the Trailblazers have lost by the last five games. 24-40. 34, 6, and then 28 in the last five games. That's that's their margin of uh, – that's their average margin of, of loss. So, like, if I had to play anything, I'd lay the points with the Wolves. Honestly, I think I laid 16 last night, to be honest, just thinking that it was going to be too short. I, I don't – the Blazers are putting up putting out God knows who in the lineups. They're playing like seven or eight guys. The only guy that's worth pretty much anything is Shaden Sharp. So, if I had to, I, I'd lay it with – uh, with the Timberwolves, much rather you know a team total over for them because the Trailblazers are giving up so many points. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're the Timberwolves, why do you play these guys? Like, that's a fair point. I mean, but well, you do need the win. Yeah, yeah. I was you about to you say. do need the win. You're thirty nine, thirty nine. You have four games left. Nets, Spurs, Pelicans. Where are they at? And they're the nine are, seed. Yeah, and the Pelicans are in front of them by game. Dang. Ew. Laying with laying seventeen points with Minnesota sounds like it should be an act of terrorism. Oh man. Yeah, there's no way I bet this, but. <laughs> I will just go ahead in terms of somebody that just feels like they have to bet this. I feel like you can go ahead and take the Timberwolves. Yikes. Because, I mean, they, they have to they have to
they gotta win this game. And if you win this, matter of fact, let's just take them early. Let's take them early. Yeah, I don't hate because that. I do like I do like the defense of Minnesota rattling. You know, a lot of those like these are some young guys. These are G League guys that are playing in this game, and it just feels like for the past couple of years, this is what Portland's been at the end of the season every year. And so we have a first half line of Jesus Christ, ten and a half points. They still probably clear the line. <laughs> All right, Minnesota ten and a half. If, if they don't cover the ten and a half, well, no, because they was. What's really, the first quarter? Up, the like, first quarter is probably like five and a half. I'm assuming it is, but uh, nah, Portland can get up in the first quarter a little bit. It's when the game goes on that they start missing shots. Because if they get to an early rhythm, they'll. All right. Slight better lane to, to the first half, minus 10 and a half, but minus 17. All right, I'm enough. I'm done with that game. Totals at 224. Yeah, I'd probably go over. Um, I, like the, I like Minnesota, like I alluded to earlier. I like Minnesota's team total over more. I, I think it's going to be a fast-paced game. I mean, the Trailblazers just got all those young guys in. They're going to be running and gunning. So uh, I think points are going to be scored here. Uh, especially by the Minnesota Timberwolves, if both of those guys are in. If, I just need one of them to be in, to be honest, just one. But if both of them are in, then that's just even more icing on the cake. Yeah. Minnesota team total over. That's the only way I would play it. All right. Are we still on Shady and Sharp props? Yes. 27 and 23 and a half. I'm sorry. Oh, damn. It, I, could, I thought that was 22 and a half. I, I, whenever I, I bet it last night at 22 and a half, but I, I think he's still going to get there. He's averaging You're 17. moving the lines, man. That's why I moved up. No, no, no. It was, he didn't nah, nah, put nah, everything nah. on the 22 and a half. He didn't push the line up. No, no, no. It definitely wasn't me. Uh, he's averaging 17 field goal attempts in the five game or in the six game span. So he's getting up to attempts. Um, I know ZM brought it up in the in the chat about McDaniels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that kind of does sway me a little bit, but I mean, I think off sheer volume he'll get there because uh, Shaden Sharp's going to get his shots up. I can promise you that. Let's see, let's see, let's see here. What's Rudy Gobert been doing recently? Oh, look at that! He's been getting double doubles recently. Okay, maybe we don't fate Rudy Gobert. He's actually looking in good form. All right, I don't really have anything. I'm not touching this game. Goodbye. Ah, uh, let's see. We have enough for one more game. Let's talk about the Dallas Mavericks going to play the Atlanta Hawks in Atlanta. Mavericks are on a back-to-back after they just lost to the Heat. Now going to Atlanta to play the Hawks. Line opened up at minus two and a half for the Hawks. Now it's at minus three and a half. Up four points on the total already. Now currently sitting at 246 and a half. Injury report. We don't really have an injury report for Dallas, but it looks like for the most part, everybody's going to be able to go. They went last night. And for the Atlanta Hawks, big news is DeAndre Hunter is out with a knee injury. It's one of their better defenders. I mean, we say it all the time, but it's like a must-win game for the Mavericks, but like they just can't win games. <laughs> Whereas the Hawks do have some motivation in this game as well. What do you like? I don't want to bet this game at all. I don't trust either of these teams. Um, if I had to, I, I'd probably take the points with Dallas. I don't want to, but I don't trust. I don't trust the Hawks land land a number. I mean, it, travel is not really much of an issue here. What is it like four hours from the four hour bus ride from Miami to Orlando? So it's not really that big of a deal. Orlando, 
No, I mean Miami to from Miami to uh to uh Atlanta, it's probably like what seven, six, seven hours. They probably took a flight for like two hours. So the yeah. I did fly from like Atlanta to I flew from Atlanta to Miami. I want to say it was like yeah, it was like a two hour flight. Like, yeah, not, and I think not, we had weather, so it it delayed us a little bit. But like, yeah, so it's, it's, not it's not a long flight. Yeah, so I mean, I don't I don't factor that into like we do most games where they're traveling across the country or whatever. But this is Dallas's fifth row game in a row. Uh, they return home after this, so maybe they get up for it before they get home. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, just inconsistent play by both teams. The only thing I can think of is Dallas has to keep the ball in the half court. Atlanta's going to try to run and gun. Dallas is efficient in uh, the half court. Second in points per play in the half court. Atlanta struggles defending the half court. 22nd um, in points per play allowed on defense. Um, Like I said, it's just a lot of inconsistencies. Uh, Both teams play at a different pace. Dallas, like I said, wants to slow it down. Atlanta, top 15 in transition. They want to get out and run. Dallas is like bottom five in transition offense. So there's a contrast of styles. I guess I would lean with the Mavericks here. I don't trust the Hawks at all. I really don't trust the Mavericks, but I would probably bet whoever was a dog in this matchup. All right. So if you have been betting the Mavericks and now you're pissed off because they lost this game, and you thought that let the Heat game was the game that they were going to switch. And now you're telling yourself, all right, I'm going to start fading the Mavericks. Don't do that because this game screams like you get f- so frustrated with the team because they keep losing, 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 and you finally go to fade them, and then they end up winning. So this is not the game to do that. But if you've been fading the Mavericks, keep fading them. Because I'm fading them. <laughs> I'm going with the Hawks. Man. It's three and a half. I mean, I'm getting home court Hawks. First, and it just it it does it seems like the Mavericks should be a lot better, but it's just not working for them. And I think that there's a lot of different contrast and play styles that the Mavericks go through on offense, and I'm it's having more negative blowback than anything because they can play the ultra slow half court offense, but also. Kyrie can come on the floor with the second unit and run teams out the gym, but they just like, they're not taking advantage of the contrast and styles and playing to whichever one is the best in the situation. Part of that is on coaching Jason Kidd, but I I just, I, I think that this Mavs team is unbettable like now, like they're really unbettable right now. I told you like nobody wants the 10 seed. The Thunder are trying to give it away and nobody wants to take it. So, uh, it, it's easy. I'm not going to tell you to bet the maps. Nope. So Hawks minus three and a half. Totals at two forty six and a half. Is this the highest? This is the highest total of the day. Yeah, I mean, I can't go under. I, I can't. I'm not with the way both of these defenses play. I can't do it. I, I can see. I can see easily both of these teams scoring one twenty, one twenty five. I mean, I, yeah, I, I can't go under. Um, I probably won't bet the over, but if I had to to make a play, I'd play it with the over. Mm. Last time the Hawks got total this bad, this early, this high, I took the over, thinking, "Hey, it's the Hawks," and it just barely went under. <laughs> so, and Scott Scott beat me on that one, and me and Scott went head to head on that one, and it sure did go under. So I learned my lesson. I'm going with the under for this game. Mm, the Hawks just way too, 
way too high of a total. Yeah, I mean, the Hawks, they've allowed 120 plus in four of the last five games. And I mean, the Mavericks are probably going to score. That's the only path to victory is if they make it a shootout. So they're going to have to come out of that half court setting. Mm. I, I don't know, man. It's both of these teams, uh, if it was the NFL, it would probably end in a tie. <laughs> All right. I really want to go out here and just take Clint Capella rebounds as high as we can get them. Yep. But he hasn't been in foul trouble in the past three meetings versus the Hawks. And he's getting 20 minutes a game. 12 and 13, 8 and 9, 6 and 16. Earlier this year in January 18th, he had 6 and 16. It's not good. And I think, and I understand, because he can absolutely get played off the floor here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but does Dallas have the wherewithal to push the pace in this game and force him off the floor? Because he's not running up and down the floor. Like, with the second unit, he's definitely not running up and down the floor with them. But the fact that when Luka is out there, they play at such a slow pace, and have, like he can just go set up and chill, wait for a miss, and then get the rebound. Uh I actually do like a Kongwu today. That's how I thought I was going to play it. I know they're not talking about the rebounds, but that's how I thought I was going to play it. And I'm kind of waiting for them to drop his prop yep. uh, closer to game time. Because Okan- when Okongwu comes out there, that's that's going to be the quick unit. That's going to be the unit that's pushing the pace. And he's going to run up and down the floor with them. He's going to be a position, a lot of opportunities. Uh, and so I like his rebounds when they drop that. And I think he's one of those guys that can, you know, have one of those off the bench double doubles in the game for the Atlanta Hawks. So Okongwu is the guy I'm looking at. JR dropping some really good knowledge that the that Okongwu has 12 straight games with the block. Last two games, he has two and three blocks. Don't have a number for that as either, but I can assume that that'll probably be at, if he's at 12 straight games, they're probably going to say it at one and a half now. But if that is at half a block, then I will definitely uh, follow that trend as well. Any props you like for this one? No, I think he pretty much laid it out for uh, for me. I like both of those. I'm just waiting on, on Yeka to get um, his, uh, his, you know, his points and rebounds up. I'll probably take a, a ladder on that. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm about done with that one. So, before we get to the next game of the slate, gonna go ahead and switch over to part two for the podcast version. It, yes, I do still like the THT threes play. Good call out on that last night where we were able to get on the ladder of that, but I still like the team, especially against the Hawks. You know, history that he has, that family has with the Hawks. So, uh, I think that. We can take that ladder on the threes that we cashed yesterday. That's why you got to catch us on on social media because on Twitter, especially Twitter at really real underscore underscore. It, we just be talking back and forth. Somebody will bring something to my attention. I'd be like, "Ooh, that joint do sound good." We'll end up playing it and it cash, and that's what happened with THT threes ladder. We got that all the way. I mean, if you found six, you got a six. But like, I you know, I took it from two and a half to five, and five was plus four forty. So. A uh, great call out on that. All right. Now we're going to part two. Sorry, that was late or delayed. Part two, headed over right now. Basketball, give it, give it, give it the ball because I'm going- 